0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Getting you ready for wild card weekend. Uh, We're going to dive into all six games, all six matchups. Trust me, when you're done with the show, you will uh, be more in the know. Um, Maybe, (laughs) maybe more information than what you signed up for or that you can care to know. uh, But we're going to give it to you. So uh, you, you're going to know these games uh, front and back, uh, like the palm of your hand. So uh, so get ready for that. Buckle up. we got Fat Jack, professional handicapper, who's going to be joining us live on the show because, uh, you know, we are on early, so, uh, so he'll be joining us at 9.30. And then, of course, because Cynthia Freeland lives uh, on the left coast, she's going to be joining us around 10.30 this evening as well. With you until 11, uh, we'll break down all the games uh, for Wild Card Weekend and, uh, and get you locked and loaded. Uh, there is some NBA that's being played tonight. Uh, right now, uh, and, and we just heard the update, 76ers uh, really uh, 20 points up on the Kings. Embiid out of the game because of an injury, but again, as uh, our update, dude just 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 shared with us like it doesn't look like they need him right now but some concern there moving forward uh pacers up on the hawks pistons beating the Rockets 77 to 70 you get the magic and the heat going at it uh, that game is about to go into half uh the heat are up 47 to 45 the bulls beating the warriors right now 75 to 62 uh, the clippers up on the grizzlies 62 to 52 uh, the timberwolves uh, dominant right now against the Trailblazers. No surprise there. The T woobs have looked so good this season 26 and 11, 14 and 2 at home. Uh, let's just assume that's going to be 15 and 2. They're up almost by 20 points uh, yeah. to the Trailblazers, and there's still about two minutes left in the first half. Uh, the Spurs up 10 against the Hornets, 45 to 35, and there's two, not one, but two more. Evening basketball games coming your way. Raptors going up against the Jazz. That tip-off is at 9.30. And the Pelicans and the Nuggets coming your way at 10. I've got plays for both those games. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. Phone lines are open. 800-919-3776, the phone number. That's how you get on board. Uh, It's been a minute. Uh, I've been off. I've been down in Miami taking care of some uh, family stuff. So this is my first time back on the airwaves in over a week. We've got uh, Julian and Chantel who are producing this evening. Ladies, gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good evening. Yeah. You guys ready? You guys excited for uh, Wild Card Weekend? Yes, very excited.
0: Oh, yeah, I can't wait.
1: So, you know, I, I mean, obviously, I, I'm excited for Wild Card Weekend because it is Wild Card Weekend, but I just, I'm I'm looking at the slate. And, you know, again, and, and I feel like this has been, this has been the narrative for the NFL season. And it's like few and far between on games that I, I I feel like I can get really excited to watch. So, so again, I, I'm like, like Julian and like Chantal, like, am I, if you ask me, Hey, you excited about wildcard weekend? Yeah. I'm like, it's wild card weekend. Yeah. Saturday games, Sunday games. We got a Monday night game. Yeah. It's football. Woo. The next three days, three nights, we're locked and loaded. Uh, weather conditions are not supposed to be good this weekend. So, uh, you know, all right. Let's uh, pop pop open some bubbly. Uh, let's order in and let's just sit back and uh, and enjoy some football. But I'm looking at the matchups and like, there's nothing. There's not one. Like, if you were to say to me, Anita, if there's only one game that you could watch this weekend, what game would it be? I I don't know. Um, Rams Lions. What? Like, like I, I, I don't. And again, I, I think this has been the narrative all NFL season: is the slate comes out, and you're like, okay, what what game what game is is going to be the most intriguing? What game is going to uh, that I, I get I, I can get really pumped up for? I can get really excited about. I can't say that there's one on the slate here. I just can't. Now, if you're gambling on it. and and you've got your hard-earned money riding on these matchups, whether it's a side, a total, maybe it's a prop bet, okay. You know, and and I I say this time and time again, okay, Um, because I I think, you know, we need to be very um, responsible here because we are, is 98.7 ESPN hosting a gambling show. I always tell people gamble what you could afford to lose because more times than not you're going to lose. I hope people realize that. If if you are at the end of the season if you are 56, 57, 58% um and of course you can you can you can look at units. Units are obviously important if you're wagering more on plus as opposed to negative. But um, you're winning if you're at 56 57 58% obviously um and 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 that's really good because the majority of people lose okay but what you're what you're wagering on is the price of more entertainment right like you go to the movie i haven't been to the movies in a minute so Chantel, uh, julian when was the last time you went to a movie who oh, who's man. who who here who here who here has been to a movie theater last?
0: It definitely wasn't me. It was probably me. I went on. Okay, what well
1: we, you okay? You went. You, what did you go see?
0: I went to see the Iron Claw.
1: Ooh, I haven't even heard of that. Was it good?
0: Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, it's about the Von Eriks, the wrestling family, and I'm not into wrestling, okay. but it was very enjoyable.
1: Okay, all right. Well, there's that. And how much did you pay? like what are movies now are they aren't they like 17 18 20?
0: Yeah, I think it was like 14 something.
1: Oh, okay. All right, better. You know, I I typically, you know, I go to those bougie theaters. You know what I mean? Where like you've got like your own cubicle and your seat reclines and uh, they serve you food and adult beverage to your seat, like. But um so you 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 you're you pay to go see a movie and you want to be entertained, right? Um that that's and where I'm going with this is that's the analogy I use when talking about gambling. Yeah, we all want to win. And like I said, at the end of at the end of the day, at the end of the season, really, at the end of the season, you want to be up. Right? You want to be up. There's no denying that. But you like uh, so? I am going to spend money this weekend gambling on these three, four, five, six games because I truly feel that if I if I'm not gambling on these games, I might fall asleep. I might not. I'm. I certainly am not going to be as invested. And so, and, and and I look at that as the price of more entertainment. Cleveland Browns and the Texans. Again, we're, we're talking about Joe Flacco, who was making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and taking his kids to soccer practice the first six weeks of the season. And now he's quarterbacking the Cleveland Browns. Going up against a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud and a rookie head coach in D'Amico Ryans. Um, it's been quite a while that a combination rookie head coach and rookie quarterback have won a playoff game it's been a long time um so what what's what's going to grab you in this game i, I don't i don't know the dolphins going up against Kansas City uh, the dolphins are limping to the finish line. Um, They've got a plethora of injuries, especially to their linebacking court. And Kansas City has looked like a shell of themselves. They took last week off, so they're coming in healthy. The weather conditions are supposed to be absolutely brutal. Now you're going to take a mammal and and have them play in below sub temp degree and 25 to 50 mile per hour winds. Yeah, good luck with that. This, ga- this game could be over after the first quarter. Tua is 0-4 in games that are that the temperature at kickoff is 45 degrees or lower. This isn't even, this is negative. This is going to be negative degree. Yeah, good luck with that.
0: I, <laughs> I don't know.
1: The Pittsburgh Steelers going up against the Buffalo. The Pittsburgh Steelers had to beg, borrow, and steal to get into the postseason. They needed, you know, they needed the the uh, Titans to win because they needed the Titans or the Miami Dolphins to win. And of course, the Miami Dolphins did not win, so the Bills won. So thank goodness the Tennessee Titans won. That's what got them in. On top of the fact that yeah, Mason Rudolph is their starting quarterback. How about that? So now we're talking about a team that's coming in with their third-string quarterback, not even their second. Going up against the Buffalo Bills team that's good, but weather conditions here are supposed to be even worse than in Kansas City. Even worse. So wind gusts are supposed to be up to 60 miles per hour. Snow. So this is going to be a snoozer. This is going to be whoever runs the football better and doesn't turn the ball over. Is going to win this bad boy. So there's that. Then you got the Green Bay Packers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, listen, I don't think a lot of people have been paying attention to the Green Bay Packers as of late, but Jordan Love has been putting up some really good numbers. The last five weeks, if you look at, if you take the last five weeks and, and you do you you you, you uh, statistically, um. Jordan Love is a top five quarterback in the NFL the last five weeks. Green Bay Packers are playing some really, really good football down the stretch. That's a team where, you know, they're they're not coming into the postseason limping. They're coming in feeling really strong and really good about themselves. But Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are a much different team at home than they are away. This is indoors. They don't have to worry about weather conditions. Would this be entertaining? I hope so. I hope so could possibly be the most entertaining game we'll see this weekend. Then you've got the Rams going up against the Detroit Lions. A lot of storylines here. So that's why I said, like, if there was one game here that I'm probably most looking forward to, it's probably the Rams and the Lions. You know? Goff going up against his old coach and his old team that pretty much took a hit to get rid of him. Right? He goes to Detroit, finds new life, Dan Campbell's there. Meanwhile, Matthew Stafford and the Rams and and McVay, they sold their soul to the devil to win a Super Bowl. This was supposed to be a rebounding year. And now look, Rams are one of the hottest teams coming into the postseason. One of the hottest teams. So nobody wants to play the Rams. I'll tell you that. So I I really, I I think of of all the games that are on the slate, probably the Rams-Lions to me, is the one that's probably the could very well be the most entertaining. Again, so many storylines surrounding these two teams, especially their quarterbacks, and um and it's indoors, they don't have to worry about weather. Fast track all the things. And then last but not least, the Eagles in the box. You know, you might have to you might have to pay somebody to watch this game. Both quarterbacks are banged up. The Eagles have looked horrible the last few weeks. Baker Mayfield is banged up. And weather conditions in, in Florida are supposed to be horrible on Monday night. A.J. Brown's dealing with a knee issue. Uh, Devon, uh, um, Smith um, is, is dealing with some ailment. Baker Mayfield's banged up. This is, th- I mean, th- it very well could be a snoozer. Eagles are nowhere close to where they were last year. So I, I just I share this just to say <laughs> am I excited about wild card weekend? I am. Because it's wild card weekend and it's it's football and it's win in advance, lose, go home. It's baggy day. And these guys go into their facilities on Monday and they pack up all their stuff and the season's over. So yeah, I mean, you know, obviously it's it's playoff football. There's nothing like it. But this slate is a snooze fest. So what's what's going to grab you? What's going to keep you vested? Wagering. Wagering on the game, wagering on a total, or wagering on a prop bet. And I've got several for you. So good thing we're here for you tonight. Anita Marks with you. It is we can wager here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. Uh, Tommy in Connecticut, I see you. We get back. You'll be the first caller. seven76 one nine three seven seven six. I'd love to hear from fans out there. Uh, your thoughts on on this slate of games tomorrow? We've got two. Sunday we've got three. Monday we've got the night game with the Eagles and the Bucks. Like I said, what's the one game you're looking most forward to? Am I playing this down? Am I am I am I disrespecting? Any of these teams, I'd love to hear from you. 800-919-3776. We get back. Also, I'll give you uh, my my two NBA plays. Again, Utah going up against the Raptors. uh, Denver going up against the Pelicans. Those two games start in about 20 minutes. Get you locked and loaded for some NBA action tonight. And then we'll start our deep dive into all six of these games. Right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network. That's Andy Reed talking about the weather conditions. Uh, again, uh, really going to affect the Miami dolphins game in Kansas city and the Pittsburgh Steelers in Buffalo uh, lions Cowboys uh, all indoors also Tampa Bay on Monday night uh, not supposed to be pleasant either Um, a lot of rain down there so that's going to be affected by weather as well keep that in mind especially if you're playing some DFS Um, I like to uh, I like to do the DFS and I I like to do the draft drafting players on DFS and I'm focusing on players uh, that are uh, that are playing indoors. Uh, for, for my DFS lineups, FYI, Tommy, before we get to you one quick second, uh, NBA action tonight, I'm on Utah and, uh, I'm going to lay the two against the Raptors. Uh, you, this, this jazz team, I think it's time to take them for real. I mean, they're, they're playing with a lot of confidence coming off wins against Denver, Milwaukee, Philly. They're healthy. Um, they're, they've won six of their last seven and three of them were by double digits. So uh, they're healthy. Uh, They've covered their number in nine of their last 11 overall games. Seven of their last eight they've covered. And um, they've gone nine and two straight up their last 11 games. I could go on and on here. Meanwhile, for the Raptors, uh, they've got the third highest offensive rating over the last 11 games, but the sixth worst defensive rating. They're giving up over 120 points a game. So uh, my play, and this tip-off is at 9.40 p.m., so I'm going to lay the two with Utah. A little bit later on the show, uh, I will share with you my Denver Nuggets Pelicans plays as well. I've got a game play, and I have two prop bets. That game tips off at 10 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. Let's go to Tommy in Connecticut. Tommy, welcome in.
0: Anita, you just totally changed my tune, so i gotta, I got to ask you. Uh-oh. What's the line on, the line on you and Imani versus Rick and Dave in a
1: snowball <laughs> fight. <laughs> a snowball fight or or a, a pickleball contest.
0: No, no, we're go- we're going snowball now with totally totally different line here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't remember the last time I had a snowball fight. It's been a while. You know, global warming, Tommy, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, but no, all right. It, it, in all reality, as far as the, the wild card games go, uh, obviously we have the two that have some, uh, severe weather implications. Just want to know how you feel like that affects the betting. And then, am I crazy? Because I, I'm kind of on team Baker right now, and I think the Bucks are going to get this done.
1: No, I don't, I don't think you're crazy at all, Tommy. I mean, you know, again, Philadelphia Eagles are coming in and thanks for the phone call. Really do appreciate it. The Philadelphia Eagles are coming in, they're limping to the postseason and literally um AJ Brown's dealing with a knee Smith is dealing with some ailment uh, I, I in, in the next break I'll, I'll Google um I'll check out online and then um and then of course you got Jalen Hurts who's dealing with a thumb injury on his throwing hand so but ba- Baker Mayfield not 100% either but, and and of course, as an Eagles team, defensively, they're a shell of themselves. They've had so many injuries to their linebacking core and their secondary that uh, teams are just scoring at at will against them. And um, so, no, I, I don't think you're crazy at all. The Tampa Bay Bucks are getting three at home, and you can get them at plus 130 on the money line. Okay, so what does that mean, folks that are listening? Maybe you haven't gambled before. Plus 130 means for every $100 down, you get $130 back if you just play the bucks to win straight up and you're like keep your stinking points i don't need your points you keep your points you sports books i'm just going to play the tampa bay bucks just to win outright it's at plus 130 right now okay so there's that uh in regard to your first question uh, you know a lot of times uh, people like to play the unders when there's bad weather conditions. So the over under right now for Kansas City and the Dolphins is 43 and a half. The over under for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills is 33 and a half. So 43 and a half for Kansas City and Miami. 33 and a half for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills. So it's typically, that's that's where people lean in bad weather conditions. So um, I can't say that I, I have a side there that I like. But I do have teams that I like. And I will share those with you in the next 90 minutes. Quick break. We come back. Fat Jack, professional handicapper, will join us. We'll get his picks and his plays of uh, the six games on the wild card weekend slate. And we get back right here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
1: Weekend slate of wild card weekend NFL games. Who better? than to join us, than Fat Jack, professional handicapper, who has had quite the last 24 hours. Are you okay?
0: (laughs) It's been so stupid, Anita. I mean, for those of you who watch the Yes Network in New York, I'm the co-host of Beat the Odds. It runs on the Yes Network about three times between now and when the games kick off. We taped that in Las Vegas on Thursday for the nation, and then I decided in my infinite wisdom to get on a plane during this big you know Arctic tundra system and go from Vegas to West Palm Beach on the boat down Mm. here. And it literally was about 30 hours of canceled flights and broken plays and nobody's Mm. got a part. And I've ended up in St. Louis, Missouri. Don't go to St. Louis unless you absolutely have to. Somebody, you know, you want to go eat ribs, fine. Otherwise stay out of St. Louis, especially in January, because there is nothing there right now. So uh, but, yeah, ready for the weekend, Anita. The playoffs have been really, really good the last few years. A lot of guys are like, you yeah, football's over. It's really not. If you look at the results tab, you'll see last year we started 17-2 and this week. So after the national championship game going into this week, we got really, really hot. Had some player props, had some different, uh, different bets that I typically don't bet. But you can see all those are posted and documented. And it all starts this weekend with, you know, people think they know what's going to happen. But, I mean, some of these teams, we're getting some value because of the, the weather situation a few of these spots that I think we'll be able to take advantage of.
1: So I was just in the break. I was on uh, I was on uh, one of my social media platforms. Uh, did you the bills are paying anyone eligible who shows up twenty dollars an hour plus free food in exchange for shoveling snow out of the stadium the night before their wild card playoff game?
0: How many de- What's the total on deaths happening in Buffalo? Everybody's up there eating chicken wings, drinking beer all hours of the day, diving on plastic t- tables, setting themselves on fire. Yeah, let's go shovel some snow in five-degree weather and just hammer some beer. I'm hoping nobody dies. They need to have ambulances standing by for that thing and a good medical policy at the stadium because it is going to be, I mean, frigid there. And, yes, as they mentioned, a lot of snow, and they got to get it out of the way.
1: Crazy, crazy. All right. Uh, again, Fat Jack, professional handicapper, fatjacksports.com. Uh, let's break it down. We've got six good games. Um, Cleveland going up against the Texans. Uh, Cleveland, favorite on the road by two. The over-under is 45 and a half. They're coming in with the number one defense in the NFL in the history of a rookie quarterback and rookie head coach winning a playoff game. Um, slim to none. Uh, do you have a play in this matchup?
0: Yeah, about 32% when you have a, a rookie quarterback going up against a veteran quarterback um, in, in the playoffs, So you're got exactly getting that, I guess, I guess you know, because uh, Cleveland's quarterback is over the hill a little bit. You get that kind of in this game and you also get that in the Kansas City-Miami game where you get it one guy with a lot more experience. I'll tell you though, I think Houston's going to score some points. I feel like uh, the other shoe is dev- destined to drop with that Cleveland offense. And they've been good defensively, certainly number one, but not number one on the road. I mean, this team, when they go on the road, has given up a lot more points. Uh, eight of their last uh, of their road games have gone over the total, as their defense and allowed 28.5 points almost on those road games. So this is a different defense away from Cleveland than they are in Cleveland. I think there's also that just thought – that Cleveland is at some point going to Cleveland it. You know, I mean, they generally get the least amount out of a year. And this is a team that really is piecemealed together a nice year with all the quarterback problems uh, and even the injuries on defense. This has really put together a nice year. I don't love rookie quarterbacks. I do like points in this matchup, though. I think you're going to get some offense. Houston understands they've got to open it up. Can't become real predictable. Cleveland's also on a 9-2 and two run to the over overall. So they have been scoring points and giving up some points. Houston on a 29 and 15 run to the over um, when they play at home after playing two consecutive games that went under, so they'll typically go under under and then they'll go over. So you got a few different numbers that are lit in this thing to go over the total, and I do think you're going to get both the inexperienced quarterback, which is going to help shorter fields, and/or some big plays down the field. And Cleveland, I think there's more turnovers coming, so look for a little bit unorthodox, but I like over the total on that one.
1: Again, uh Fat Jack, professional handicapper, joining us here on 98.70 ESPN. Uh not one but two games on Saturday and this one is going to be interesting. 8:15 tip uh kickoff tip off, kickoff. At Kansas City, weather conditions are supposed to be absolutely brutal: negative degrees, winds anywhere between 25 to 50 miles an hour. Uh, Miami limping in to a no bueno in cold weather conditions. The Kansas City Chiefs used last week as uh, as a bye week. Pretty much, they're favored by four and a half. The over under is 43 and a half. What's your play here? Yeah,
0: I'm down here in South Florida right now. It's about 80 degrees with 80 percent humidity. So it is nothing like what they're going to run into that polar vortex going on in Kansas city Uh, Mm and Miami under 40 degree, weather they're and nine straight up and two and seven against the spread as a team, Uh, this is not a good spot for them. But I do think, I do think it's another one of those games where you're going to get more points um, than I I think a lot of people would think are going to happen. But I also think this game stays under because of what we've seen uh, with both of these teams, um, throughout the course of the year, especially Kansas City. Kansas City's one of those teams, you know, they've gone under 12 of 17 games. They, this is a 70% under. I've made literally a small import just betting under Kansas City. They only have one weapon with Kelsey. The, the defensive backs have played really good. I worry a little bit about the linebackers matching up in space and coverage uh, because they really don't cover very well. Look for a lot of screen plays. Miami also runs the bar. Excuse me. They stopped the run really well. It's a team that doesn't give up a lot of rushing yards. So I think Mahomes is going to have to throw it. The weather's not going to be conducive to that. I just think we're going to have both offenses that are stymied and, and are asking questions. How do we get the ball down the field? Lots of punts, lots of a field goal attempts in the smell. I mean, it's going to be one of those weird games to watch, but I don't think a lot of, the, a lot of the, the balls are getting into the end zone. Go under the total in the Kansas City game. From a side standpoint, we talked about the rookie quarterback versus the, the uh, veteran. But when you look at the names on the front of the jerseys in Kansas City, it's not what you're typically used to. I mean, this Kansas City team normally has multiple weapons. Their defense has done their part, but they just aren't spreading the ball around enough. I would have trouble laying. It's up to five in a lot of spots. Um, I would have trouble laying five. like like a little bit more at three, three and a half. You're going to play just a small lean to Kansas City because I just don't trust Miami on the road. Better play on the under in that one.
1: I love it. I love it. Um, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, you could get right now at plus 110. Usually that's minus 200, Jack.
0: Yeah. I don't know who scored. I mean, I don't know how they're going to get it. This This weather, it's not just, you know, we talk about totals coming down because of, and the general public thinks, okay, rain, snow, cold, those generally don't send totals down. Wind sends totals down, and then when you get extreme cold, this extreme-type weather where, where the, the water bottles will freeze if you're not putting them next to here, that type of stuff, that keeps totals down mm. from a team that can't catch it anyway. So you're right. Everything's leading toward a low-scoring uh, there are some sharps that are really like over in this game. I don't get it. I don't know how they're getting over. There would have to be so many short fields. And I understand that Kansas City's not going to be able to run the ball effectively, but that doesn't all of a sudden mean that, Kel- that uh, Patrick Mahomes has a lot of people to throw the ball to. So I think this thing stays under and everybody leaves cold and uh, the Chiefs squeak, uh, squeak out a, a close one.
1: All right, let's take a look at Sunday. The Steelers going up against the Buffalo Bills. Same scenario here. Horrible weather conditions. Uh, The Steelers are getting 9, 10 in some places. The over-under, a very low 33-and-a-half. I like the Steelers getting the points here. What say you? Yeah, I
0: I don't see how they're not a good bet in this. And By the way, I've been the guy banging Buffalo's drum for about a a month-and-a-half now. I mean, going back to Philadelphia— um, a lot of a lot about a half ago. I was betting on Buffalo, had him against Miami, had him against Kansas City. Uh, this is a team that you know they've been third to win the Super Bowl for the better part of a couple of weeks now. Before they were even, I, when they were locked in the the playoff position or even making the playoffs. They were behind Baltimore, San Francisco as the third uh, uh, favorite to win the Super Bowl. And so Vegas has figured out this team can play. But it, double digits, come on! I mean, not only are you getting Mike Tomlin, who how in the world with Mason Rudolph, this team's even in the playoffs. But this team's actually moving the ball a little bit, and especially lately, they're scoring some points. And Buffalo is listen. We saw. Remember that 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 uh, thing on TikTok or whatever it was where they had the history of dance, where that guy danced and danced. In the yes, 50s, yes, and 60s. yes. We basically. That we saw that with Josh, we saw basically Josh Allen of Buffalo's year in one game against Miami. He came out in the first half, he's stole the ball to everybody, in the wrong team, fumbling the ball when he shouldn't, looking like an idiot. He's doing the doing the Jerrybug, all that kind of stuff. And, and then all of a sudden, he's playing like the Buffalo that's been the second half of the season, not turning it over. They come back, they don't only cover, they win the game that they cover. So I'm all about what they're doing, but but Buffalo understands. Besides the weather, besides all the fat guys with barbecue sauce in their face, shoveling stuff, this is a team that can't turn the ball over and win. And they've seen it They're, more than any other team. They understand. If Josh, if they give extra possessions, they lose. If they don't, then they win. They're going to have a conservative game plan, That's double digits with that type of game plan, and lots and lots of other numbers that, that lead to believe Pittsburgh's going to cover the number. They're 19-7-3 against the spread in January. They're 47-23-3 against the spread. Uh, Their last 73 games as an underdog. Tomlin is an absolute genius about keeping his teams around, mudding up games. And as you pointed out, with this weather, Pittsburgh's the right side of the game.
1: Love it. Love it. Uh, game number two on Sunday, the Packers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas, they're so good at home. They are so good at home. Favored by seven, the over-under is 50-and-a-half.
0: Yeah, everybody keeps saying they're good at home. I think they're good against bad teams. I mean, they, they they play better teams on the road than they have at home, so it looks like it's been a home field thing. For me, it's it's basically Dak Prescott and what he's done his entire career. When he plays teams with a winning record, he covers about three out of ten times. He plays teams with losing records, he covers about seven out of ten times. This guy's good. They're the bully in the in the schoolyard. They beat up on bad teams. They play really good against horrible teams. And when they play a good team, they lose. This Cowboys team's not going anywhere. And they're not because, guess what? When you get the playoffs, you get to play good teams. Now, is this a good enough team? I, well, I don't know. Green Bay's young. One of the youngest teams ever to make the playoffs. I don't, I'm don't. i not as big a believer in Jordan Love as a lot of people are. He's certainly improved through the year. I don't believe he can throw it with accuracy down the field. Uh, I also like the fact that the books have set this number at 7.5. They're inviting you to play Green Bay here plus that touchdown with the hook. I think this is a, this is a spot where um, Dallas does get, in, get Green Bay a predictable down in distances. I think they end up getting it done, not because they're at home, because this Green Bay team is kind of an average team. They're not really great. They're not really bad. But they're just in the middle. But they're young enough they're going to make some mistakes. Uh, give me the Cowboys here. They're going to be beating their chest down in uh, Jerry World after this weekend. But I'm afraid it's short-lived. But I do think they get through this weekend.
1: Uh, then on, uh, on Sunday night, we've got the Rams going up against the Detroit Lions. This might be the game that I'm probably most looking forward to watching. Uh, the Detroit Lions at home in the Motor City. Again, no, no worry about weather conditions. It's indoors on a fast track. Lions are favored by three. The over-under is 51 and a half.
0: Yeah, this would be great if you were if you were having a debate competition and you wanted people to be able to come up with a solid argument for both sides. This is the game because you can do that. Who's gonna be better at shutting down Jared Goff than is his old team? I mean, trust me, the Rams know what Jared Goff does well and what he doesn't do well. Expect him to neutralize what he does offensively. Um, but but Detroit, they played a home games since I was like eighteen years old chasing girls that were way out of my league. I mean, this team does not play home playoff games, and so them getting that there might be a little bit of an Excel going on. Matt Stafford, the one and nine straight up as an underdog, his last ten games the dog. I mean, this dude is not play, not performing well when he's an underdog consistently. So I can make a really good case either way. What I do think is going to happen is you're not going to have as many points. The Rams, although they've been scoring more lately, is not a, they're not a team that wants to run up in the 30s, and they understand that Detroit, if they get that going and if they get any type of lead, they're going to be able to get the ball down. The The one thing Josh Allen has been able to do is big chunk plays if they're either down or if they're up enough that they can run some play action in early downs and catch you off guard. So I think that the Rams understand this game needs to stay close, needs to be lower scoring, and I do think they'll be able to dictate pace to play a little bit. So I like under the 51-and-a-half. I lean toward the Rams plus the points here, but that's become a real public play as well. And I could see, it's not going to totally surprise me, you know, the, the, the Rams have had two tail of two they're like Philadelphia two totally different seasons first half totally different from the second half it, it's not gonna surprise me if they regress to the mean just a little bit they are on the road and Detroit is certainly dangerous so tough tough uh, side to play a lean toward the Rams but definitely better play on the under
1: and last but not least Monday night riveting Eagles going against the Tampa Bay Bucks. weather conditions here are not supposed to be to be good either they're expecting rain and and some wind and both these teams are pretty beat up uh the bucks home dog getting three the over under is 43 and a half what's what's your game script here jack
0: yeah it, it won't be great it won't be great weather but i promise you kansas city and buffalo would both take whatever they're going to get in tampa uh, because it'll be rain and a mist and everybody will be complaining but it's going to be a lot better than they're going to get up north for sure um i i i listen, i love what baker mayfield's done Another one of those games where they're going to have to not make mistakes. Mayfield is two different types of player. When he makes mistakes, they're not any good. When they get behind, they're not any good. When they can keep the game in the twenties, they can. They can. He's he's effective for sure. I do think there's a little value with this Philly team, though. They certainly are banged up. They certainly are hurt. But why are they favored? I mean, this is a t- this is the team that you would think would be at least a pick and maybe getting points with how banged up they are. The reality Mm -hmm. is that you don't just step into the playoffs and get things done immediately. Seven of the last eight Philly games on the road have gone under because they're not scoring much. Tampa Bay's defense has been good at home. Six of their last seven have gone under. I think a low-scoring game, and I think Philly actually gets there in the end. I don't trust Baker quite enough to win a playoff game. I like Jalen Hurts. I understand that he's dislocated his finger. We'll see what that becomes of that. But I like the, uh, the, vet, the leaders. The, they've been there, done that uh, mentality that Philly will have even banged up. So uh, I think get a little bit of value, go ahead and lay the points and play Philly.
1: Fat Jack, you rock. Uh, again, It's it's been a, a hell of a travel day for you. Uh, and we so appreciate you still um, spending time with us here on 98.7 ESPN. Thank you, my friend.
0: I need a shower and a nap. All right, have a good weekend, guys. I'm gonna waste some money, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: <laughs> you got it again, FatJack, FatJackSports.com. Check him out. Uh, when we get back, I'll uh, I'll continue with your calls, and uh, and like I said, Matt, you will be first up. I've got a Denver Nuggets play for you in the NBA, and um, and then I'll do a, a even deeper dive into how I'm playing all these games on the slate. Also, we're going to hear from Cynthia Freeland coming your way at 10.30 this evening as well from the NFL Network. So still a lot more getting you locked and loaded, ready for Wild Card weekend right here on 98.7 ESPN.